Hello, this is Nigeria Daily and my name is Lilian Ogazi. The tribunal for the Kano election has decided and a winner declared. To tell us more on what happened at the tribunal, let's listen to a colleague who was in court. Uh, the tribunal in its wisdom resolved all the three grounds of petition filed by the APC in favor of the APC. The first ground was that uh, 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 Governor Yusuf Kabir of the NNPP was not a member of NNPP as of the time the election was conducted, so he was not qualified to, to, uh, to have been the candidate of the NNPP. So that was resolved in favor of the APC in the sense that the tribunal agreed with the APC that based on the register uh, member membership register that was submitted to INEC, the name of uh, Yusuf Kabir was not on the NMPP uh, membership speech. And the second that was resolved in favor of APC was the, uh, about APC's claim that there was unlock, uh, that there was no compliance to electoral act. And uh, based on that, yeah, a lot of overvoting took place, a lot of, and because of that, the margin of lead that was used to declare Governor uh, Yusuf as winner was not was not up to the council vote in the affected polling units as the PPC collected those polling units. Mm-hmm. And the third uh, ground was that uh, in one local government, I'm thinking, uh, I can't remember, but I'm thinking it's started in local government, mm-hmm. the APC claimed that uh, over 160 thousand ballot papers that were used to cast votes for Yusuf Kabir of NNPP were invalid ballot papers in the sense that they were not stamped, they were neither stamped, signed, or or uh, the date of the election written on it, which are the, the three criteria uh, provided by the Electoral Act for a ballot paper to be considered valid. So the tribunal agreed with APC also and said that uh, based on the evidence sent by the APC and the uh, admis- admission of the uh, admission of INEC that two regularities in some places. The tribunal agree with uh, the uh, APC that uh, it could not be said that uh, Yusuf Kabir scored the highest number of votes. So the tribunal minus the 165,000 something votes that were considered to be invalid votes. It was minus on the total votes that INEC uh, allotted to uh, Yusuf Kabir of the NNPP. And based on that, it was discovered that uh, the candidate of the APC, Yusuf, uh, National Yusuf Gauna, hold the highest number of votes. And in, in, consequently, the tribunal ordered that uh, uh, Yusuf Kabir of the, uh, of the NMPP was not qualified to participate in the election and that the certificate of return issued to him should be withdrawn by INEC and that Yusuf Gauna of the APC is the rightful winner of the election having hold the highest lawful votes. And that INEC should issue a certificate of return to Yusuf Gauna of the APC. So oh. that is the summary of what the tribunal decided today. Okay. And uh, for the initial reaction from the tribunal is that the NMPP have said they were going to appeal this judgment as they do not agree with the decision of the tribunal. Okay. While the APC said this is victory uh, because they felt that uh, uh, all the evidence tender were considered by the tribunal. Okay, so um, wh- how was the um, how was the tribunal like? Because we learned it was virtual. Was oh, it yes, seamless? Yes. The tribunal was virtual, mm. and uh, we were connected to the. It was projected on the on, on the screen. Mm. We were connected via Zoom. The judges were they were sitting somewhere with 
did not know, but it appeared to be a court setting also. And uh, that was where initially there were network glitches. Uh, the first part of the ruling, uh, uh, the judgment, the network were, was fluctuating. But when we went for a 10 minute process and came back, I think this was fixed because from that moment to the end of the judgment, there was no uh, network challenge. So it was clear. And uh, from what we gather from uh, security sources is that the reason why the tribunal decided to go virtual was because of the threats that were issued on the life of the tribunal uh, 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 judges and that uh, they feared that if the judgment did not go in favor of one or two, one party or the other, there may be violence in the town and this may be attacks on their, uh, on their lives. So this was what we gather was the reason why it was uh, uh, the position where conducted virtually. All right, so what is Kano like at the moment? Are people okay with it? What is like, what's the ambience of Kano right now? I'm driving along uh, Katsuna Road doing all their day-to-day activity, but we learned that there have been some celebration in some pockets of places, And uh, but so far, uh, everybody's just going about day-to-day. Uh, uh, knowing Kano as of uh, this time, the road is normally busier than this, but uh, so far we could say that there's no uh, no challenge anywhere uh, but we are still monitoring the development to see, uh, to be sure that nothing is happening anywhere. That was Clement Oloyede, Daily Trust correspondent in Kano. Are the people of Kano at peace with the decision of the tribunal? What's the current state of Kano? Well, let's find out from our colleague in Kano. My name is Charlie Ibrahim. I'm a reporter with Daily Trust and I'm in here from Kano. Immediately after the declaration, by the way, tribunal uh, people in Kano said, you know, especially traders ha- have been closing their shops and they have been rushing to go back home for fear of what will happen eventually. Uh, earlier, you know, we reported that uh, some APC spo- supporters have stormed some major streets uh, that are neighboring the court premises. But immediately after the, dis- uh, the, the declaration, they have suddenly disappeared and they are nowhere to be found and people have not been celebrating except in few places like in the eat ground where we have been it has been reported that uh, the cannot state apc chairman is leading celebration there but apart from there there is no any other place that we have observed people celebrating most people have been shutting their businesses and are rushing to go home for fear of what could ha- possibly happen but for now as i'm talking to you there is nothing on ground uh, there is no any problem in town. People are going about with their normal businesses, except that problem for safety to go home. So you have spoken to a few people. Have you? Were you, you said people are rushing to go home. Were you able to speak to people to ask them how they feel? You know, them? most of them are on their vehicles, and you know, they are most of them we have tr- attempted, but they are not actually in the mood to stop over and talk to the press. Most of them have been rushing to go home, and. Uh, you can see from their faces, they are anxious to go home. So it's, it was not actually easy or possible for us to stop them and talk to them to hear their views. So you're saying that there's no celebration. Does it mean the people of Kano are not happy about the result? Well, I cannot say. We can't say people in Kano are not happy, but I'm talking about the general the general atmosphere of the state, the environment immediately after the declaration. I told you there are some few places that, we, that it has been reported that people are presently celebrating. I told you, even in the states, uh, eat ground. Uh, there are reports that uh, APC chairman Abdullah Abbas is presently leading celebration. And immediately after that, they departed and they are now on some major roads in Kano Metropolis and they are celebrating. So we cannot say people are not celebrating, but that the general atmosphere is that of fear and anxiety. People are trying to go home. That was Sunny Paki, our colleague in Kano. 
Meanwhile, to calm the anxiety of the people of Kanu, a 24-hour curfew has been declared in the city. You are listening to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. We'll be going on break. Do stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing. A podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust and on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. Now, before we went on break, we heard from our colleague Clement Loire, who was at the tribunal, and he told us in detail what happened. We also heard from Sani Paki, who described the ambience of Kanu. Just like Clement said, the tribunal made his decision virtually amidst network issues. Is a virtual court sitting constitutional? What's the possible way forward for both parties? Well, let's hear from a lawyer. So my name is uh, Mutiwa Kisonya. I'm a lawyer and I practice in Abuja. Okay, uh, what's important to note is that this is the first step of the three steps that the parties will have to go through. Uh, this is just the judgment of the tribunal. Um, they will still have to go to the Court of Appeal and perhaps even end at the Supreme Court. So whatever verdict that the tribunal has given today is not the final. Um, I'm sure the sitting governor may uh, still appeal to the Court of Appeal and either of the parties may still go to the Supreme Court. We will then have the final say. So do you think we what the, um, the points laid out by the tribunal, do you think it would make any difference if taken up to appeal and Supreme Court? Would any difference, would it, would it, would it, would it be a different outcome? Okay, so what um, we must all know is that um, elections um, in Nigeria uh, can be challenged on three grounds. It can be challenged on the ground of uh, corrupt practices and non-compliance with the provisions of the Electoral Act, or that the person who was elected was not qualified as at the time of the election, or that the respondent, that's the person who was also elected, did not win by majority of lawful votes cast. In this particular case, um, the petitioners, that's uh, Ga- uh, Gauna, the former deputy governor, alleged that the, go- the governor who was declared winner, that's Abba Yusuf, was not qualified to contest the election because he was not the member of the NMPP as at the time that the primaries was conducted, wherein he was declared the flag bearer of his party. But what the court said is that that's an internal affairs of the party, and that particular ground was dismissed by the court. But the other ground that was considered by the court is uh, to say that the respondent, that is Abba Kabir Yusuf, did not win by majority of lawful votes cast. And that was the ground upon which the 
election was nullified. The court deducted about 165,000 or thereabout votes from his about 1 million votes. And in deducting that, it then became clear to the court that Gawuna had majority of lawful votes okay. cast. But okay. all of those are based on the evidence that was presented, presented. before the court. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we learned that this was held virtually. Is it constitutional for you know, such very important um, case to be held virtually? Yes, it's constitutional. Uh, there's nothing that stops hearing, court hearings or court judgments to be delivered virtually. It's been held to be constitutional. Um, so hearings can be done uh, virtually. It's constitutional in Nigeria. That was Barrister Mathieu Akinsoya there speaking. The law has spoken. We wait and watch how this all plays out for the people of Kanu. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com, bossbrand.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by simply searching for Nigeria Daily. You can listen on NAS FM, it's 9.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 in Joss, Badegi Radio 90.1 in Mina, and Saaba FM 104.9 in Hadeja. If you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us on 0913-893-3390 or you can reach us via our social media handles on Instagram and Twitter at Daily underscore Trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. My name is Lilian Okazi. Thank you for listening. And bye for now.